hello and welcome back to another episode of the Can I Be Real podcast. It is your girl, Rachel. It's been a minute. I ain't gonna hold you. I wasn't gonna do a video, but I was feeling myself today. I just came from church. I was looking cute. So I was like, ah, I don't want to waste this look. <laughs> so I was like, let me get a video going. Plus, I needed to do this review anyway. Uh, just kind of catch up with you guys. So the last episode, I think, was in like... May 10th or something like that so it's been a, a little over a month and uh, May was just a very uh, exciting month for me a whole bunch of stuff was happening a whole bunch of changes going on mostly that had nothing to do with me a lot of changes for people it was a lot of changes for people around me not particularly me but there were some changes for me but uh we back we better and I just want to say that I one of my favorite youtubers right now who does movie reviews called Billy Benjes. If y'all don't know, look him up on YouTube. He's hilarious. My sister put me on him. And something he says, and I'm gonna start, I'm gonna I'm steal. I'm gonna borrow. I'm gonna borrow. No, I'm gonna steal because I'm not giving it back. He says, I hope, it's like, how are y'all looking, smelling, smelling, feeling? Smelling. How y'all looking, smelling, and feeling? I hope you looking, smelling, and feeling good because I am. I'm feeling myself today. I smell good today. <laughs> It's a good day. It's a good day. I've been needing to do this. I've been feeling off in my spirit. And the only thing that kind of made sense to me to do to fix that, other than prayer, obviously asking God for guidance and wisdom, was to record an episode. And I just feel like my podcast is what centers me. I don't know why I can't explain it, but my podcast gets me back. It makes me feel like I'm getting back to my purpose. And it just centers me again. So we got a movie review with a little bit of a word. You know, we always got Thoji's in there. Um, and uh, yeah, but before we jump into that, I just want to quickly say real quick, um, sorry for the, 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 the missing in action, but we back. We're going to try to get back to our regular schedule program. We'll just have to see because I started a new job. So I've been working that for a couple of weeks and uh, full time, full of bennies. But you know that takes up time, so we'll have to see how I'm how I'm gonna schedule out these movie reviews, these episodes. But y'all just be praying for me, praying for God's guidance, wisdom, understanding, clarity. We always need clarity, clarity and peace of mind are something that just have no how they they are they are not valueless. They are so valuable that like money can't buy buy wisdom clarity and peace of mind it's just it's just priceless that's the word it's priceless but before we get carried away you know we always got to say a prayer so Heavenly father god thank you lord for this time thank you lord for the ability to just talk on this podcast and just share the thoughts that come to my mind especially the thoughts lord god that pertaining to you i pray lord that it will be a, a pleasant experience for everyone listening i pray this in your son jesus name amen so once again we are doing a movie review with a little bit of a word at the end and the movie today as you saw by the title is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Whoo I ain't seen and I'm looking down at my paper y'all know I'll be looking at other stuff I got a paper right here I got something right there and I got my bible so as we saw or rather I haven't seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame came out in 96 1996 and I haven't seen it in use like I saw it maybe once or twice when I was much younger and I knew it was like a little depressing but I hadn't seen it in a minute and I was on a way home I was riding home I was in the back seat riding home from a trip and I was like I ain't got nothing else to do let me watch the hunchback of Notre Dame maybe it'll make a good movie review yo <laughs> I forgot 
forgot how crazy that movie was. That movie was wildin. It was so crazy, bro. It was good though. Y'all should watch it if you haven't seen it in a while. Watch The Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's on Disney Plus. Get that in your get that in your spirit, because it's gonna make you think some kind of way about a whole bunch of stuff. And this movie is actually really good because they kind of tie in some spiritual aspects. So we'll talk about it a little bit later. But I'm gonna give y'all the movie summary that which I'm gonna read, and then we're gonna talk about it real quick. So it says in the 15th century Paris, Clopin the puppeteer tells the story of Quasimodo, the misshapen but gentle-souled bell ringer of Notre Dame who was nearly killed as a baby by Cla uh, Claude Frollo, the Minister of Justice. But Frollo was forced by the Archdeacon of Notre Dame to raise Quasimodo as his own. Now a young man, Quasimodo is hidden from the world, uh, but cheered on by his gargoyle friends, Victor, Hugo, and Laverne, um, decides to take part in the festivities where he meets the lovely gypsy girl, uh, Esmeralda and the handsome soldier, Phoebus. The three of them find themselves uh, ranged against Frollo's cruelty and his attempts to destroy the home of the gypsies, the Court of Miracles. And Quasimodo must desperately defend both Esmeralda and the Cathedral of Notre Dame. So, yeah, that was kind of rough. I ain't gonna hold you on there. This is the first time reading the movie review, so I, I should have, uh, the, the, the summary, I should have read it beforehand, so I knew what I was talking about, but it's okay. We like it. We like, we like that raw authentic over here. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, but, uh, yeah, the Hunchbacker Notre Dame was on some different stuff. First thing I want to bring up about the movie, as we do the movie review portion, the soundtrack was, mwah. the soundtrack to the Hunchbacker Notre Dame hit different. It was all, almost all the songs were a bop and they were like old, they were, they weren't like, I mean, this came out in 96, so they weren't like your standard poppy, uh, tangled, frozen, Ray and the Last Dragon type energy. I don't think Ray and had any songs. Or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mo Moana type energy. It wasn't on those kind of, it wasn't that kind of Disney musical, you know what I'm saying? It was different. These songs were dark. <laughs> These songs were dark. Especially the song Frollo sang. It was crazy. But... It was good. The, the The songs are really good. They all made you think. You had to like listen to the words and really be like, oh, oh, that's deep. Like one of the songs that like the two songs that really stood out to me was the one of the, the biggest one was the song Frollo sang. And since we talking about Frollo, we're going to jump into his character a little bit. Frollo, who was the minister of justice, he raised Quasimodo. The only reason he had to raise him is because he, he killed his He killed Frollo, killed his parents, Quasi's parents. His mother specifically, they show that. And the Archdeacon is like, you have to raise the kid. There needs to be no more blood on the church steps kind of thing. And Frollo was like, oh, I guess. And, but Frollo abused Quasi as a child, as his whole life. So the movie starts with like this song playing. I forgot what it was. The Ides of, I don't know what the song was called. I ain't gonna hold you. But it starts with this song and you see these uh, gypsy people running from Frollo. You see Quasi's mom holding a little baby in her hand. And she's like, please don't, please don't hurt us kind of thing. And then he, she ends up dying and he takes the child. He takes Quasi and he sees that he was misshapen and he was about to drown Quasi in a well. But that was when the Archbishop was like, stop. There needs to be no more blood on the church steps or something like that. And so Frollo raised Quasimodo. Um, but he raised them in the church 
in the bell tower so nobody ever knew who he was nobody ever knew what he looked no one knew who no one knew what he looked like they just knew that there was a hunchback who rang the bells in the church tower that's all they knew about quasi and frollo raised this dude Oh, the movie kind of takes starts at like Frollo being 20. So Frollo's like 20 years old. But Frollo or Quasi is Quasi is 20 years old. Yeah, Quasimodo is 20 years old. But Frollo, like when he took like there's a scene where they're like, let's go over our alphabets, Quasimodo, and Quasimodo's like A for abomination, B for blasphemy, C for something, D for damnation. I was like, what in the world? It's crazy. But, yeah, Frollo was the evil person. Like, he wasn't the bad guy. He was the evil guy in this movie. He was evil. He was killing people. He was persecuting the gypsy people. Evil. Evil. The fact that he was the minister of justice and the, the, the villain, the evil character in the movie is so ironic. <laughs> it was not a coincidence. So, yeah. The songs were a bop. They were hecka dark. Frollo and speci specifically had a song. Yo, this song was so off. It was not your, your regular Disney production. It wasn't about love or romance. It was about some cold-hearted cold lust. Frollo saw Esmeralda. You know, she's a beautiful gypsy lady. Dark hair, green eyes, brown skin. Melanation. <laughs> and she... He, like, there was this creepy scene where Esmeralda was, like, hiding in the church. Well, she wasn't hiding in the church, but she was in the church seeking sanctuary. And Frollo was, like, he goes over to her and, like, smells her hair. And Esmeralda's, like, I know what you want. And he's, like, see, just like gypsies talking about such, like, unpure things. And you're, like, Frollo, bro. I'll see this little hair. I give up. You're, like, Frollo. Sir, you can't just walk around smelling people's hair, getting up in their personal space like that. Like, what's wrong with you? And that's what Frollo, that's the energy Frollo was on the entire movie. But there was a couple of, there was one song in, in particular that he sang. And the basically the song was about how he was, how Esmeralda's beauty was exciting him in such a way that he knew it was sinful. And it was, it was, he was desiring her in a way that was not becoming to the minister of justice um into a christian man if you will so he was uh he was lusting after her some heavy like and basically what was so that was already creepy but what was even crazier was in the song he said if basically if i can't have you you gonna burn if i if you choose either choose me or choose the fire and he actually says those words when he captures her and he's about to burn her at the stake for being a gypsy no for being a witch because she had you know the little tricks or whatever he was gonna burn her and he walked up to her and was like you either choose me or choose the fire and she spit in his face and i'm like you just nasty but she's like i'd rather die than be with you frollo and we were all we in the audience we the audience were like yeah, bro, that's different. We ain't choosing you. So, yeah. So, let me just let me just look down on my list. Frollo was creepy, and there were some things he didn't say that were big no-nos. Yeah, we talked about that. He smelled Esmeralda's hair. He had his creepy little song, and he his offer to choose him or choose a fire. We talked about all those things. And then we also have a little little scene, though, where Quasimodo, switching to a more, popular, more positive role, the hero of our story, Quasimodo, he was a real friend. And he handled being friend zoned like a G, like a champ. He took it, he took it in stride. So obviously he was, Quasimodo was kind of, he was feeling Esmeralda. He was like, wow, she's a beautiful woman. And she, 
actually is kind to me. And he was really, he was starting to like her, but Esmeralda was like, this is a friend thing, bruh. And that's how she kind of treated it like. And his little gargoyle friends were hyping him up like, she really wants you, bro. And he's like, no. And he's like, yeah, she wants you because you different. And that's she didn't she didn't she wasn't feeling like that it was strictly friend zone type energy but there was this dude named phoebus he was cool he was funny and phoebus and esmeralda were the love interest in the movie um but quasi took getting friend zone like a champ he saw like esmeralda and phoebus kiss make out while he was injured and quasi was he kind of looked you know watched and you saw it's like his his he kind of just shoulders dropped and his head dropped and you just like oh quasi i know Woo, 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 woo. You felt for him, but it had to be that way because it wasn't going to work. But he took it, he took it like a champ and he still helped. He still risked his life to, to hide Phoebus in his bell tower to, he still risked his life to hide uh, and save Esmeralda and save the rest of the gypsies and in the court of miracles. Like he and Phoebus still risked their lives together, um, to save Esmeralda and her people and it was really refreshing to see somebody functioning from that friend zone energy be like we may you may just be my friend but I still love you so we're gonna work it out the way it's supposed to be and so that was that energy that we need all 2021 you know what I'm saying that's what we need so it was good it was really good I, I appreciated how he handled the situation how he handled himself for a 20 year old kid who's only talked to quasi only talked to Frollo and some gargoyles it makes you be like, wow, bro, you're really well adapted to social life. Like, you're better than me. Like, shoot. So, overall, movie review-wise, great movie. I think it got a 6.9 on EMD. I would give it, I would give it a 7. Maybe a 7.5. 7 I would give it a 7.5 because the song's really good. The story was really mature. The story was really mature for a Disney movie. Like, the story was really mature for a Disney movie. It's one of those things where you watch, you go back and watch some of these childhood movies and you realize they were slipping in some jokes and some situations going on that your child brain didn't recognize. It couldn't register. I was like, I don't understand what's going on, but I love the movie. The song's hit. But when you get older, at 22 now, I'm watch, I look back at like Shrek. Well, we knew Shrek was kind of raunchy, but I look back at like Shrek... And I look back at some of, even some jokes out of Mulan, like some of the stuff in these movies, you'd be like, wait a second, did, did they just say that? They sure did. They sure enough said what you think they just said. And so it makes you be like, oh, okay, I need to watch all these movies that I watched as a child, as an adult, and uh, it's going to hit different. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to be different. But overall, I would give it a 7.5 out of 10. IMDb gave it a 6.9. I think that's a tad bit low because the movie, the 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 acting, well, the acting, the character voices, I don't know. We ain't going to get into that because it, it was it was animated. But the soundtrack was really good. It was very fitting for the time, for it being like 15th, 16th century Paris. It was very fitting for the time period. It was very fitting for the dark over undertones of the movie, persecution going on, um people being mistreated for how they look or their ethnic background, all that kind of stuff. So it was a good, it had a, it had a, it was very well balanced, but it was dark for a children's movie. For a Disney movie, it was a little dark. It was not, it wasn't frozen. It wasn't tangled, but it was good. It was really good. So 10 out of 10, recommend you watch. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'll give it a 7.5. Yes. So to move to the lesson part of this episode, the movie had several nods to christianity like i said i'm looking down on my paper because i didn't memorize i wrote it a couple days ago and now i'm trying to do it so 
Don't judge me. But the movie had several nods to Christianity, but the biggest one was the song that Esmeralda sang. And it was called God Help the Outcasts. Now, y'all, that song was so deep. Like, she sang it right after she... Right after Frollo, like, smelled her hair and made everybody feel uncomfortable. Um, and she was just walking around the church. And she after she just kind of seen the abuse of her people, the gypsy people, and just the abuse of people in general who have been less fortunate, she was just like, God help the outcasts. And she was just singing about how, like, we're, you know, God, we're all, you say, you know, we're all your children. God help us. Help the outcasts. And that really should touch everybody's heart, but especially for the purpose of this episode. She was referring to the persecution that the gypsy people, gypsy people faced. And I feel like we can all relate to feeling, I don't want to say persecuted, because we as Christians in the Western Hemisphere, Western Christianity, we don't really know what true persecution is for ourselves. We hear about it, we see it on TV, but we don't actually experience it. And so we know that there's persecution of all kinds of people nowadays, but... We can relate, though, to the feeling of we can relate to the 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 feeling of being outcast. We can relate to the feeling of being um, less than. We can relate to the feeling of being shunned by people, society, whatever. We can relate to feeling rejected. You know what I'm saying? So I really like the fact that the song was about God help the rejects. And I know I feel like a reject sometimes. If I'm being completely honest, I be feeling like a reject feeling rejected and it was it was really inspirational to listen to a song you know it's kind of it's not your average gospel song you know what I'm saying but it was inspirational to listen to a song and to see in a movie how even in Disney culture where it's taught where you know we're talking about God help us who are less fortunate help us who are outcasts in our society in our communities in our families help us who are rejected by people you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, it was like that camaraderie of knowing that God helps the outcast. So I definitely, even if you don't like The Hunchback of Notre Dame, go back and listen to the soundtrack, especially that song. It will boost your spirits. It'll kind of drag it out. It was a sad song, but it will boost your spirits in a way that it's like, yeah, God, like you are, you will, you, you will help us. You will help us. And yeah, that was pretty much, that was the biggest thing. You know, I always got to throw in the scriptures. So, but the two things to pull away from this and to remember is that Jesus was rejected. Okay, we, we know over and over again throughout the, the New Testament and reference in the Old Testament how Jesus said himself that he would be rejected and that those who followed him would also be rejected. And so I want to read a couple verses that kind of support the fact that something to remember from the lesson point of this movie is that Jesus was rejected. So, you, it's, it's understandable that you too will be rejected. So the first one I want to read from that is Luke 14, verse 26 through 27. Oh, that's broken. There we go. Luke 14, and I got my NLT Bible. Luke 14, verses 26 through 27 says, I'm going to start in 25. It says, a large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, if any, any of you, if you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else. Your father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters. Yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. And that was Luke 15, no, Luke 14, verses 26 through 27. I also want to read Matthew 10, uh, 22 through 23. So Matthew 10, 22 
22 through 23 says, And all nations will hate you because you are my followers, but everyone who endures to the end will be saved. When you, were, when you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. I tell the truth. The Son of Man will return before you have reached all the towns. So that right there is just to remember, like, Jesus himself said, we will be persecuted. We will be persecuted as Christians. We will be persecuted for our beliefs. We will be persecuted for other things. You know, for me, being an African-American woman in the South, you know, it's actually not as bad as you would think. But being an African-American woman, there's a lot of stigma for being raised in the South and all the stuff that goes with it. And there's some things you're like, yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some racial persecution going on, um, especially all throughout, you know, these past couple of years, these past couple of months, all 2020 was just revealing the, the racism in, the, in America. But, you know, there's racial persecution, there's religious persecution, there's all kinds of things, there's gender persecution, there's all kinds of things that you can be persecuted for. But the thing to remember is that Jesus told us that we were going to be persecuted for being his disciple. Jesus told us that we were going to be persecuted for being, that we were going to become we as Christians would become outcasts. We will be we would become rejects from society because the way the world the the way the world is going is in the opposite direction of where Jesus told us to go. And so us trying to live an upside down life in a in a world that thinks what's wrong is right and us trying to do what's right which people think is wrong, confusing, I know. Well, we're trying to live the right way as Christians. The world is going to see us and they're going to reject us and call us outcasts and they're going to make us feel outcasted. And the thing to remember is that Jesus was first rejected. So Jesus and Jesus, Jesus gave us the, the toolbox. You know, he gave us the Holy Spirit, first of all, which helps us as we go through life being rejected, being outcast. But Jesus told us we will face it. And because he are and since we know God is a man of his word, that's true. Then everything else that's the promises that follow that are also true. The good promises, the promises of faithfully enduring to the end and, you know, you'll reap a harvest of all kinds of good stuff. So just remember that part. Jesus was rejected. If you're a Christian, if you're a disciple, you too will be rejected. And where were the badge of honor? I'm different than you. I don't think the same way you do. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to think the same way you do. I'm, I'm a different kind of person. I'm on a different time than you, bro. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like keep that energy up. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be rejected by society. Society's going to tell you one thing. Society's going to be like those people over there. That's what we need to be looking for. That's the kind of energy we need to have. And we'll be like, um, what I read in my B I B L E tells me that that is not the direction I need to be going. I'm going to head towards Jesus. I'm going to always head towards Jesus. So, I know I'm rambling, y'all. But God is good and y'all love me. <laughs> so, it's okay. It's okay. We're almost done. The second thing to pull away from this movie, this the whole the, the song especially that God helped the outcast, is that God will and does help the outcast. Which I kind of touched on a little bit. We're going to read two verses from this for this point as well. The first one is Deuteronomy 31 verse 6, which says, it says, it says, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you and he will never fail you nor abandon you. And this is Josh. This is when Joshua becomes the leader of Israel after Moses died. So I'll read it again. It says, um, and this is Moses talking to Joshua. 
Moses says, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you and he will never fail you nor abandon you. And the second one is in 1 Peter verse 4 through, no, verse, or 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 19. First Peter chapter four, verse 19, it says, so if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right and trust your lives to the Lord who created you for he will never fail you. So Jesus was rejected, but God will always help the outcasts. Jesus told us in his word, if you want to be my disciple, you won't have to face persecution, but God will never leave us nor abandon us. So those are the two things that I really want you to take away from this movie review. I hope it was funny and enjoyable for you. I hope it inspires you to go watch The Hunchback of Notre Dame as an adult again if you haven't seen it in a long time. And it's going to be thinking of the movie, how crazy it was, how dark it was for a Disney movie. But the two biggest things I want everyone to take away from this is that Jesus was rejected. And so we as his followers will also be rejected. But take heart. God said. He's a man of his word. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Actually, he's not a man that he should lie. So the whole saying of man of his word doesn't really work. But God is not a being. God is not a man. And so he's not going to lie. So you can really, really trust what he says. You know what I'm saying? People lie all the time. But Jesus doesn't going to lie. God ain't going to lie to you. So if God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you, then you God's always got your back. And that's on Mary Hallowell. <laughs> that's on Jesus' web. But that is all I have today. I hope this was a blessing to you. I'm excited to get this out for people to hear. It's been a month and it's time to get back on the air. It's time to get back in the airwaves and start putting positive energy back in the social sphere. So I pray this will reach you and will bless you. I'm going to say a quick prayer and then we'll be out of here. So Heavenly Father God, thank you for this time. I pray, Lord God, that we remember that you told us in your word that we would be rejected, but to take heart, Father God, that you would never leave us nor abandon us. I pray all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right. That is all I have. I hope you have a blessed rest of your week. Forgive me for my blabbling and my bambling and bumbling and all the crazy stuff. I hope you followed along. I hope you enjoyed the video. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, um, follow me on Instagram at Ray Michelle. No, at R-A-E-E dot M-I-C-H-E-L, Ray Michelle. It's kind of spelled different, but yes. Follow me on Instagram. Um, join the South of Gaza community group on Facebook where a scripture is posted every morning to bless your Facebook timeline and get your mind centered right. So that is all I have today. Until next time, you know, we keeping it honest and transparent over here. It's hot outside. Uh, I was feeling some kind of way these past couple of weeks, but it's all good. God got me back on track. That's what we, That's what's important. God got me back on track. Back to the original, back to the regularly scheduled program. That's what we're doing. So I pray that you have a great week. And uh, yeah, bye.